Welcome back to Cancer Connection for this week. This is Sarah Humphrey. Thank you for joining me again. Today I have on another guest. I've talked about my, uh, about my support group and how important it is to have a group of people that you can talk to and depend on when the times get tough emotionally and psychologically in your cancer ba- in your cancer battle. There will be times when that you feel run down and just worn out physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. In those times, in addition to prayers and your time with God, which is the most important, you will need friends of faith and friends you can talk to. Today, I have Lynn Hurt, who was a great, who was a great encouragement to me uh, spiritually and emotionally during my cancer battle. Thank you, Lynn, for coming on today. Thank you for having me. Lynn, when I was first diagnosed, I remember coming to your house, and I was I was one of those, I was crying, I was trembling, I was a mess, as you, as you can remember. I was a mess, yeah. and I came to you, and you just said, praise him through this, praise him through the tough times. And I had a chance to think about that, and thinking back on it now, and now it makes sense. You praise him through the tough times, and... And, 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 and that's what makes your faith grow. I just think that when you <clears throat> are in a situation, no matter what it is, when you are praising God and thanking him for who he, he is, you are aligning yourself with the word of God. You're putting him in his position and you're putting yourself in your position. So praising him. Um, glorifies his name, but it also aligns you with the position that he's in and that you're in. And that opens you up to be able to go to the throne of God and to discuss whatever you need to discuss with him. Yes, that's very true. I remember, I remember talking to you about that on the phone and you told me that. So I was praying to him and I said, dear Lord, thank you for this cancer battle. I don't know how it's going to end, but thank you for walking with me through it. And that's how my conversation began with him. Each day we would talk back and forth each day. And I tell you, if you if you haven't heard the Lord talk to you, you are missing out. And how do you get the Lord to talk to you? To you? Well, you fold your hands and you pray. And if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. You can pray anywhere. And that's where it starts, is your prayer. Well, I think that... <clears throat> A lot of people um, go through a situation and they say, well, where's God? Where's God? God is where he has always been. God is where his word is. If you look in Genesis, it says in the beginning, um, God created the heavens and the earth. And it talks about um, Jesus being the word of God and the word of God was with him. So when you're listening for God or you're wanting to hear from God, you have to align yourself with the Word of God. And then you have to understand where God is, is where His Word is. That's where you're going to find peace. That's where you're going to find encouragement. That's going to be where you find whatever it is that you're needing in life. 
Very true. And I've had people ask me, they say, Sarah, how is he talking to you? I don't get this. I don't understand. I mean, is he talking? I mean, are you hearing things? Are you crazy? What? Do, how, how is this working? And the best way I can describe it is it's not an audible thing for me. I, mean, I don't talk out loud to him. It's more like a prayer, on an, an ongoing prayer, but you're not but your but your eyes aren't closed and your hands aren't folded. It's an ongoing prayer throughout the day. Well, I think <clears throat> Paul talked about pray without ceasing. And people when they read that are confused. They think, "Okay, am I supposed to be on my knees constantly praying all day?" Well, that's not part of reality. We have a great commission to do. We have our lives to live, but I think that what Paul was referring to was we need to be in constant communication throughout the day with God, whether it's being thankful, praise and worship, just talking to him about different things. I know me personally, God speaks to me through the word of God. When I am studying something from the word of God, and I've studied that particular passage for years, and then it just leaps off the page. That's what makes the Bible the living word because it literally changes as we change. And I think that um, with the word of God, I think, and talking to God, I hear a still small voice inside. And you have the, that still small voice and it radiates basically to your mind and you're talking this over and you know when it's God because it always aligns with the word of God. It's always correct with the word of God. And it's always encouraging and uplifting. And you know when he's speaking to you. So I don't know. Um, I've heard him audibly once um, when I was driving. But other than that, um, m most of the time, it's a still small voice inside. And I just know it's the Holy Spirit that lives inside of me. That's, that, that's a beautiful picture you're painting. I can just see it. Um also, another thing that I remember, and this is going to sound different, but you're going to understand what I'm talking about, and hopefully the listeners will too. Okay, so I started this conversation with God kind of off and on throughout the day, and then I started having these dreams, and the first dream was of me on a cliff with the lion. The lion's just looking at me, and I'm, I wasn't afraid. I'm just looking at this lion, looking at me, thinking, um, don't they eat us? I hope not. Uh, it's okay. You can laugh. It's fine. I anyway. So I'm I'm just looking at him, and and we're 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 in this mountain. It's kind of like on a not not the very edge of a cliff, but you know there are cliffs around us. Anyway, so I'm sitting there looking, and so, so this lion comes, and he does this great big roar, and the rocks around us just start to fall. So I run to the lion. What else am I going to hang on to? So I hang on to the lion. Everything's crumbling, but we're standing there. And that was the end of it. So I prayed to the Lord. I said, Lord, can you tell me what this means? I don't know what this means. It was kind of scary, and I don't know. <laughs> so I prayed for that for a couple of days. And a couple of days later, he said, he said, you know, when you came to me crying with cancer, you needed, you, you needed deliverance in a mighty way. And that, that was me showing myself in a mighty way. 
And he said, you do not need to worry about this cancer battle. Your faith has made you well. I remember when he told me that because I was sitting there at work and I was packaging up things in the bakery and I went on lunch and I called you and I told you that I said, I I said, the Lord has told me my faith has made me well. Do you think I'm a crazy person? That's what I said to you. And I said, absolutely. No, I don't think you're a crazy person. Um, to me, sometimes, I guess, is mind-blowing that people are so shocked when God heals them or answers their prayer. That's what we expect him to do. But at the same time, we are sometimes doubtful or amazed when it happens. But when we really think it, think about it in the scheme of things, he's an awesome God. And cancer is a very strong battle. But the word of God says the battle belongs to him. The battle wasn't for you. The battle for you was humbling yourself, going before the Lord and talking to him. And the one thing that I have seen through everything that you've walked through is that you have a deeper, more meaningful relationship with God. And so if God allowed this to happen and it pulled you closer to him. You went through cancer for a year and a half, two years tops, but what you gained out of it is priceless. You'll have it for all eternity. I remember in December of that year when I found out that I was cancer free and I was praying about it. And, um, it was, this was closely around Christmas time. And I said, dear Lord, um, I said, um, I asked him what he wanted for Christmas and he said, and he said, you know, through this, this cancer battle has brought you closer to me. That's all I've ever wanted. And I don't know, it just made me smile. It was, it was a great moment. Um, also, I'm remembering back in my cancer battle, uh, amid my weird dreams, I had other weird dreams that were unsettling for me. And I remember calling you about them. And I remember one time I called you because I was a mess about this dream that I had had. And you were driving somewhere, and you pulled over so that we could pray together. And I remember yeah. that because Haley was in the car, and yes. and you pulled over so we could pray about it. I was a mess, and that was the time that you said, and you, and you said, you know, the Lord has the Lord has made you well. Um, don't let anyone take that from you. And now the devil's trying to steal your joy. Well, I just think if you go back, and you look at a lot of people, know knows the Genesis story and how sin got into the world. But what they don't realize is that when sin came in, so did disease and everything else. And so when you fast forward to the crucifixion, when Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane is when it started and it didn't stop until he said, it's finished. He said it was finished. So there's not a disease. There's nothing out there, whether it's physical or emotional or anything else that Jesus has not been through. He's already died for it. He was beaten for it. And I think that with you and anyone else that is going through any kind of battle in their life, the first thing that is going to happen is you're praying to God and you get a peace from God that he's going to take care of it. And then here comes the devil like a raven trying to snatch the word of God from you and what God has given you personally. Um, not because that would bring back the cancer or God wouldn't heal you, but it's because it makes you a defeated Christian. 
You don't want to walk in defeat. You want to walk in triumph. And I think that it's obvious that you're a Christian and that you're saved and one day you'll go to heaven. So the devil knows this. He knows that you're saved because you've confessed Jesus Christ out of your mouth. So therefore, the only thing he can do is try to make you become a defeated Christian here on the planet. Very true. And it's very easy to be defeated these days. There are so many things in our world to make us feel knocked down spiritually and emotionally. Um, but what what would you tell someone today that is feeling spiritually knocked down through their cancer battle? Well, I think that if you feel spiritually beat up right now, um, and you are a Christian, no matter what it is that you're going through cancer, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It all applies the same. Um, I'm not a Bible scholar. I have studied the Bible and will continue until I take my last breath. But this is what I know. I know God and he talks to me. And I read the end of the book, we win. So even on days that are hard and tough for anybody, the encouragement is when this life is over, I get to stand and see Jesus Christ face to face. A lot of people, when they read in Psalms, the most famous Psalms there is, yea, though I walk through the valley of death, I will fear no evil. And we focus on the valley of death, I will fear no evil, or the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. But I think if you take a step back and really focus on each and every word on there, it says, yea, though I walk, he is walking, he is moving, he is not defeated, he's not on his knees, he's not laying flat out on the ground, he is still walking. So my advice to anyone that's struggling with anything, whether it's cancer, suicide, anything like that, get up, keep walking. What you feel today, you won't feel tomorrow. What you see today, you won't see tomorrow. Um, the shadow of death, a shadow can't kill you. A shadow can't do anything to you. The sword of a shadow can't kill you. The shadow of anything cannot harm you. But you have to get up. You have to get back in the game. You have to fight. The best way to fight is by hanging on the scriptures. Look, whatever situation you're in, find scriptures in the word of God that align you with his word and then stand on it. And every time the devil comes to you and he tries to rob you and steal that from you, verbally out loud, say the scripture and thank God ahead of time for whatever healing it is. And you remember that when we talked, I told you. We're going to pray about this, your situation with cancer. We're going to give it to God. And then we're going to thank him ahead of time for the healing. That is what activates your faith. When you are standing in the middle of one of the darkest days of your life, and you can say, thank you, Lord Jesus, for being here with me, and pray about the situation, and I thank you in advance. I thank you right now for that healing that's in my future, no matter what it is. God honors that. He realizes that you've put him in the exact place and honor that he deserves. He's your God, the God of your yesterday, today, and the God of your tomorrow. 
you have verbally agreed with him. He is the um, alpha and omega by doing that. And also, a lot of people have come to me and they'll be angry. They're very angry. And all the anger is building up inside. And they'll say, you know what? If we have such a living God, why did they do this to me? Why am I riddled with cancer? And why am I scared to death? And why am I dying? And I will look at them and say, look around you. Our world is dying. We live in an un... And our world is fallen. We are in a fallen world because of ourselves. It all started back with Adam and Eve, but it is because of our sinful nature. We are dying to our sins, so we do not deserve any better. But now it's time for you to get on your knees and pray for forgiveness. That is the best That is the best description I can give them. But it's just, it, it's hard to face someone when they when they're blaming God. Well, I just think that when someone's angry um, because of a situation like that, I think that you have to stop and you have to analyze yourself. Are you throwing a fit like a child because you took a knife and stuck it in a light socket and got shocked? Well, what did you think was going to happen? Well, with Adam and Eve, yes, that's where the first sin started. But there's not one of us here that can say it's Adam and Eve's fault because it's my fault. It's your fault. It's everybody's fault. And if you've noticed over the last like a hundred years, it seems like things have gotten worse and worse because our sin problem has gotten worse and worse. The more power we give to Satan when we disobey God, when we turn from God and we're following after the world um, and we're more concerned with our lives than we are with God and we allow Satan in, the stronger he becomes. I tell this to a lot of young people. God cast his vote for you. The devil cast his vote against you. You have to break the tie. The reason a loving God would allow this into the world is because he gave you a freedom of choice. You get to choose heaven or hell. You get to choose him being the Lord of your life or not. By the having a free will choice, in order to for God to give that wonderful gift to you, there had to be polar opposites, good and evil. With good comes blessings and an amazing life that you never thought that you could have. And with disobedience and um, following after things of this world, with that, you will reap what you sow. So you're going to pay for those things. Well, right now we have a society that it's all about what I want, feel good, me right now, me, me, me. And that's the God of self. God is not your God. You are your God. And we have watched what was evil is now good and what is good is now evil switch around to the point that people are wondering why is the world so bad? The world so bad is because we're so disobedient. And for people that aren't Christians and they're not saved, they have no hope. The great thing for us is we have a hope for today, for whatever problem we're going through, but we also have the hope for tomorrow. And so when those people are so angry, I sit down and, and I talk to them, I'm, you're angry with yourself. You're not angry with God. God set this up. You decide how you want to walk. And if you've never sinned, then you have the right to be angry at God. But if you've committed one sin, you have no right to be angry. 
Very true. Very true. And we and we have all certainly sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But I'm so thankful for his grace and for his son that we can come to him with our problems. Amen. Thank you, Lynn, for joining me today. It's certainly been a great conversation with you. I really appreciate you coming on today. Oh, you're very welcome. I'd love for you to have me back. Of course I will. Uh, again, this is Sarah Humphrey, and also I want to hear your cancer story. Um, if you feel like emailing, my email address is cancerconnectionpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you're into writing, which I love, I love letters, my mailing address is P.O. Box 2286, Kansas City, Kansas, 66110. Again, this is Sarah Humphrey. Thank you for joining me today. And Lynn, would you please, um, would you please close us in a word of prayer? Absolutely. Father God, we just come to you this evening and we praise you, the Holy One who sits on the throne. Thank you for being our God, our provider. Father God, I just lift up any person that is listening to this that needs your help in any way. Father God, show up in a real way. Let them know that you are the God that can heal. You are who you say you are. And if there is someone that needs prayer, um, that's going through a really tough time, Give them the courage and the wisdom to contact Sarah so that we can pray with them and for them and let them know that they don't have to go through this alone. First of all, you're with them. You've always been with them, even if they haven't known it. And second of all, you have sent people out to help um, pray with them, talk with them, hear their stories of recovery to encourage others that are new to walking down this struggle. And I just praise you and worship you, Father God, and I just thank you ahead of time for all of your wonderful blessings, for the amazing response to this podcast that Sarah is going to have, because your word does not go out void. And I stand on that, and I stand on your word in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for that in the authority of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.